You know, having sensitive skin makes finding skincare products so difficult. It is. But today's sponsor, OneSkin, makes it easy. Their topical supplements are formulated with soothing ingredients and natural antioxidants. And they're gentle enough to use every day, even if you have sensitive skin. And it was founded by an all-female team of scientists. OneSkin's products are backed by extensive lab and clinical data to validate their efficacy and safety on all skin types. Their topical supplements are the easiest way to keep your skin healthy and hydrated without all the harsh ingredients or irritation found in other skincare products. In a third-party 12-week clinical study performed by third-party research organization OS01 Face was clinically proven to strengthen the skin barrier, improve skin health markers, and diminish visible signs of aging. Like wrinkles were diminished in 87% of users. One Skin is the world's first skin longevity company by focusing on the cellular aspects of aging one skin keeps your skin looking and acting younger for longer get started today with 15 percent off using code tco at oneskin.co that's 15 percent off oneskin.co with code tco after your purchase they'll ask you where you heard about them please support the show and tell them we sent you just made an impact on a small community and, and that's what we were looking to do and that's it and next thing you know, I'm, I'm getting a phone call that I need to get down to the restaurant in a half hour because the news is coming and they want to do an interview. So Channel 4 News, WBZ, CBS shows up at Lowell's restaurant at <laughs> 7 o'clock on a Friday night. And I sit down in a booth and talk to them. I think nothing up. That's going to air and maybe a, a little 30-second spot on Friday night. And we got some good airtime. The restaurant got some good airtime in the story. And that was like, if I was ever going to do an interview, it had to be about story and about it spreading. And because the more people that see it and hear it, the more things get done like that. And the more good things people can do, the less we have to listen to the other stuff. It's more than just your output, more than a bike. When you hear your shout out, you know it's all right. Put on your magic pants and let's go. We're cruising into the power zone. Welcome to the Clip Out Podcast, episode 253. This is Crystal O'Keefe. And this is Tom O'Keefe. Hi. Hi. You ready for a big trip tomorrow? Well, it's not a big trip. Uh, People I, are like, are we ever at home? I know, right? Well, it's so weird. Uh, first of all, I am ready. And okay. second of all, you guys, it was like this all the time before the pandemic. And apparently we're just back to that. Yes. Like apparently this is just our life now where yeah. it's just go, go, go I mean, nonstop. And it's our own. We're doing fun things. So like it's. I'm not complaining. Yeah. I'm not complaining. I just mean get used to it. Yeah. It was funny because like the, <laughs> when, when when COVID hit, it was just like everything it went from like 60 to zero. And it felt amazing. It I'm did, not going to lie. I mean, I mean did, it was sad because I hated missing totally. out on things, but it was also really nice to just rest. They, yeah. And uh <laughs> But now we're things are firing back up and like a, not the false start like last time, but uh, like it seems like we're doing this. And so, yeah, we have tickets to see. We're going to uh, not to brag. We're going to Salina, Kansas. Woo! So look out, Kansas. Here yes. we come. <laughs> <laughs> this is one of those towns where I think you say salute in front of it. Um only if there's a Roger Klein show. Oh, I was thinking hee-haw. <laughs> oh. Because that was the... They would do 
they would do shout outs to towns with like popular. They'd be like Paducah, Kentucky, which I know is bigger than that. But like, you know, population 300. Salute. <laughs> um, but no, we're going to go see a band that you've probably never heard of called Delamitri. Yeah. And um, I'm a big fan. And they haven't played the States in like 30 years. They're from Wales. They're a big deal over there. They're not such a big deal over here. Yeah. And so the fact that they're even bothering to come to America is un- is unusual and surprising. So I figured this is probably the only time left that I'll get to see them. And they're not coming to St. Louis. So we're trucking over to Salina, Kansas. Yep. So yep. that's what we have in store. And I'll be I'll be working on the road. This will be an interesting little experiment. <laughs> yes, we're getting our doing. cooler all ready for our Metpro approved meal, so mm-hmm. we can still be dialed in and good since we're driving. And, and we, we gotta, have we have a hotel that's got a refrigerator and yeah. it's got a microwave, so we're doing all the tips and tricks that I tell people every day yes. as part of my full time job. We are, <laughs> we are doing them as well. Yes, we are. So there. we need to after that cruise, Tom. Yes, yes, we did. <laughs> Like, yes. If you were your own coach, you would have scolded yourself. Yes. Yes, yes. I would have. Although so, I've been real nice to everybody yeah. who hasn't. Yeah. No, you would not have scolded because no, you're allowed to go scold. have fun. Yes. Yes. Live your life, man. Absolutely. So um, what, pray tell, do you have in store for people this week? Uh, the guide. Okay. That's... that's that's what's in store. Uh, there's a lot of really interesting yeah. information we've got about other things that are going on. Instructors, where they've been. Yes. Yeah. We're going to touch on Ben Aldis, what's going on. And we've got some other little key details. But honestly, it's a quiet week. Um, it is. So yeah. we're going to be in. We're going to be out. Hey, just so you guys know, there's no Dr. Jen this week. There's no MetPro segment this week. So it's going to be like 2017 up in this bitch. Yeah. You guys aren't even going to know what to do. You're going to be done and you're going to be like, what? That was yeah. all? Why was the episode 45 minutes? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Don't worry. We'll fill it. <laughs> yeah, that's true. We are good at that. And we have our awesome interview with Josh Vernon. So that is a worthy, in, uh, a worthy cause that he is talking about they had a really cool story that they raised a bunch of money so you definitely want to stay tuned and hear about that too awesome well before we get to all that shameless plugs don't forget we're available on apple Podcasts, spotify google Podcasts, tune in iheart wherever you find a podcast you can find us while you're there be sure and follow us so you never miss an episode maybe leave us a review if you would be so kind you can also find us on facebook facebook.com slash the clip out while you're there like the page join the group uh, sign up for our newsletter at theclipout.com, and every week you get an email in a nice uh, digestible format with all the links and stuff that we talk about throughout the episode. And this is a really good week for that one because there are so, so, so many different articles and reviews about the guide, right? Mm-hmm. And so, I mean, I don't think we're going to sit there and go through each one one by one because no. it would be kind of a snooze. Yeah. Um, we like to keep things moving. Yeah, we try. We try. <laughs> so, um, but so, but if you want to get kind of a, a collection of all the reviews to comb through them on your own, if you're on the fence, uh, that would be a good thing to join the, the mailing list for. And finally, if listening to us isn't enough and you want to gaze into our eyes, our lipid pools <laughs> of water on our faces. Um, you make it sound so weird. <laughs> my superpower Uh, you can do that at youtube.com slash the clip out so there's all that let's uh let's dig in shall we we shall run lift and live with john mills
Joining us once again via the magic of ZoomTube, it's John Mills. Hey, John, how's it going? Hi. How's it going? Oh, look at that energy. That's right. All ready to go. That's right. Are you uh, energized oh. by the uh, guide release? Is that's that why he has the energy. Is that where the energy's coming from? Uh-oh. He's looking uh, around like I that's mean, not true. Probably. It's, I mean, it's, it's nice. I mean, I mean, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I mean, it's... I, okay, listen. It's great, but it's not what I expected. I mean, there, there are so many other products in the space that do so many things that, you know, I, I got to wonder. But I, I get that, you know, for people new to strength and what Peloton potentially is going after, maybe it's a good thing. But I don't know. It wasn't what I expected. Well, and I, I do think that it's it's fair to point out that at least from what I'm hearing, this product is not is not designed to compete with a tonal. It's more competing with like the mirror and maybe right. maybe tempo. Um, and I guess yeah. tempo move really specifically. And uh, I think from a a standpoint of cost, I think that they have accomplished that. I think, I think, you know, check that box. Right. And I haven't, I haven't gotten to try it yet, but they did get this. They sent me a note the other day, they being Peloton. Yeah. They're yeah. sending me a guide. Yes. I mean, there you go. Yeah. I, that's never, never happened. That has never happened. They've never sent you anything. Not well, one, I guess one time you, when they were sending out a bunch of like free care packages or something that went to thousands of yeah, people. Yeah, no, but they've but never sent me specifically. Cool. It is yeah. cool. Like, it just is. To show you how it works with Peloton, when we hosted Homecoming <laughs> with John Foley. We paid for our tickets. We paid for our own tickets. <laughs> <laughs> they were like, they invited us to do it. And then there was this moment where they're, they're like, like, but you wait, guys wait, wait. have tickets, right? You, you got tickets though, right? <laughs> okay, then you can do it. <laughs> And you're bringing your own drinks too, right? right? You're bringing your yeah. own drinks. They did. Right? They did. Okay, then you can hold. We did get drinks. We did get drinks. Okay. That is true. Right. Uh, and didn't everybody get drinks? Yeah, everybody got <laughs> drinks. So, you know. <laughs> so, um, we got free water when we were on stage. That's but just true. one. That just is one. true. Just one. They were like, it's 45 minutes. You'll yeah. be You go fine. looking for another bottle of water. <laughs> yeah. They're like, we're not giving Tom two bottles That's of water. We know how he pees. Now, now they, they've been very, uh, very supportive of us always. And they have always like gotten us instructor interviews and things like that. So I don't I, I don't mean to like look a gift horse in the mouth, but they've never sent us product. Yes. This is this is That's new. nice. It is. That's and new. so I'm I mean who knows how long it'll take to get here because we are in the Midwest. So it could be right. a wait. Yeah. But um I'm a really I am intrigued to try it uh because I want to I want to see for myself how the interface right. works and how it all works. Now I'm I tell you what they they would have gotten me either way because Apparently, my trigger word is exclusive content. Um, <laughs> you tell me that I am not going to be able to try this particular class for 45 days. Okay, I'll buy it. <laughs> I got it. I got to know what it yeah. is. I can't be the left exclusive out. exclusive content thing. I think there are some slick things that they added in there. Okay. I think the exclusive content thing, you're right. I think that is bingo right on mm -hmm. it. I think that's going to hit a lot of people. A lot of existing members are going to be are going to be flooding for that. Number one. Number two, 295. Right. Included in your membership. 
I mean, check. I mean, you're going to get like a large percentage of folks who are just going to buy that just because it's $2.95. Well, yeah. and you so, know, I, I have right? to say, I have to say, everything I'm hearing is that the guide is going to be necessary for that platform device that's coming out and other things I'm hearing in the roadmap. So, like, you got to have the guide. So, I mean, right. for two ninety five, how can you say no? How can you say no? And I'm feeling really good about the idea that well, they're going to they're talk. I'm hearing these rumors about yoga usage pilates usage and then you got to start extrapolating from that what other categories where they are there where they might actually be able to utilize this on top of that i'm hearing these rumors about i know it's not true form form correction and rep counting but i'm hearing these rumors like that may be coming well i'm all that stuff sounds like yeah i mean it I, might be it might be more positive positive than I, I have to clarify what I'm hearing from people is form the the rep counting is coming yes check that box right, right. but but yeah. the form correction not coming that is not oh, that does okay. not exist it's not in the roadmap so, not happening okay. do you know oh, with snap. the rep with the rep counting do you know will you have to have their weights for rep counting or will the the little looking at you thing know the little looking at you thing will know gotcha that's what i'm yeah. hearing <laughs> i would assume so because you i gotta assume the, that activity tracker, if I'm calling it right, that's the right name. Yeah, yeah. It's got to be doing some form of that already. It's called like, the looking right, at you guy. It, <laughs> I like that better. Yeah, let's So it's, looking at your right. uh, eye, the looking at your eye is already counting. <laughs> it just don't count that well. So that's why they just have it. It's like, young. Looking at you it's, it's young. It's learning. It's yeah. the AI. It's like in kindergarten. We right. got to give it some yeah, time to grow know, up. <laughs> that's why it got to grow up. It, you know. That's how I see it, truly how I see it. And they're just evolving that. And so I would assume that's already happening and eventually it'll just be true rep counting. So yeah, I'm with you. In reading about it now, I see more future positives into the direction of it than I originally thought. Well, I'm really glad. Oh, and that, um, oh, oh, I I guess I probably already mentioned it, that body activity thing. That body activity tracker that's in the app that showed you the areas oh, of yeah, your body yeah, yeah. where you. So we heard about out. that a couple of weeks ago, and we we like posted um, some images that like came out kind of oh, early. Yeah. I guess they were probably for people testing it that probably weren't supposed to share it, but they did. And um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, that and the interesting thing is, is that so I, I believe other companies already use that. I know Tonal does because yeah. we call that the little guy front and little back. Little guy front and back. And uh, the little you know, guy front and back. Yeah, little guy front and back. All these. Acronyms I don't know anything about. I got any. I need to brush up on <laughs> acronyms. You're going to have to listen Dang. to the superset because that's where we I talk about the little guy front and back. But little guy little front guy and back, back over in Tonal, he's he he's green now. The now the thing that's differentiating because he's Irish. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah, that makes sense. Or horny, <laughs> depending on if you're in middle school. And um, now the differentiator for Peloton is that they tell you the breakdown percentage of your of which muscles are being worked, which the tonal one doesn't do that. Like it just it it will like if you click on it, it'll tell you which exercises were included, but it doesn't say like percentage wise. So that's that's neat and different. 
The other thing that uh, people are super excited about, I I have heard so much buzz about this that all of the different moves are broken down in the class plan now. People are so stoked about that, which I guess doesn't... So when it comes to strength training, I get why this is important. I don't really care on the bike. Like, you know, whatever. I'll get on a bike and do whatever they tell me to do because it's it's right. it's kind of all the same. But when it comes to strength, right. you want to know, like, maybe it's going to be doing like uh, some kind of move that you can't do. So it's good to right. kind of know ahead of time what you're getting into. So I do right. like that they have this breakdown and the video you see on the screen the if you're video. watching. Yeah. Yeah. Now it shows you how to do each move. Which Tonal's yeah, been doing for a long time. To yeah. Tonal's, oh, okay. Yeah. Danielle sent that to me or, or put it in the group. I can't remember where she did, but um, I think she put show, it in the group. Yes. Yeah, show that where it, you click on it, you show the, the, the small short clip of what that movement is. Yeah. Kind of kind of like that too i do i i think those are good things and i think they're things that people weren't expecting but i find it fascinating that people are more excited about little guy front and back and the move breakdown than they are about the actual guide anybody else (laughs) i don't know that kind of makes sense to me i think really i mean yeah well not the little guy front and back but just the (laughs) software see it's catchy right At first you hear it and you think, well, that's like dumb. The guy front and, back. and then it's kind of fun to say, little guy front right. and back. It just yeah. flows. Little guy front and back. <laughs> little guy front and back. And it just comes out. Little guy front and back. It does, like right? It. Like, yeah. <laughs> These are the things you're missing if you don't listen to the Super <laughs> But it all kind of adds up like, this, you know, the content, kind of the app, kind of software based stuff, the niche, the stuff they've been good at. Yeah. Like, yeah. That, makes sense that we're, that's where people would be like oh that's kind of cool like, I mean I guess it kind of adds up I wonder if that price point will because 295 is pretty reasonable I wonder if that price point will end up I I know the first thought because we John we were you and I were talking about this offline but that that we were like oh for the same place 295 a lot of people are gonna love with that's not much go ahead I'll roll the dice on it but I wonder right. if you'll see a lot of maybe app users finally upgrading that if they're already taking those classes on their phone and that they're like, oh, well, 300 bucks, I I can swing that and 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 that'll be their entry point. So the interesting thing there is, Tom, if you don't have an existing Peloton product, you can get the guide and the membership for I think it's twenty four dollars a month. Um, right. And then uh, that's like an introductory price. So like next year, it's going to go up to thirty six dollars a month. So right now, yeah, if you're if you only want the guide, you're better off just getting the guide. And I think just- this could be a good way for people to dip their toes in the water. And I think another aspect that maybe people aren't factoring in is that it's portable. Right. So if well, you tra- that's true. If you travel, oh, you, you can grab your guide and go. And I love. I, the f- I just came up with their next marketing. Plan. Grab your guide and go. Grab and go. Oh my god! There yeah. it is. You're gonna need. You're gonna need little guy front you're and back. Gonna, <laughs> you're gonna need a double bedded room. <laughs> one for you. Right. One for little guy front. And back. <laughs> they should be sending you guys two guides <laughs> just for that. <laughs> Who would use it? We just sell it. <laughs> sell it to you for two fifty. <laughs> <laughs> Two ninety four. Free shipping. Right, I feel like Chris Rock, and I'm going to get you second. <laughs> pour my pour my hands for ten cents. <laughs> How much for one rib? <laughs> one rib. One rib. 
um, uh, this is apropos of nothing. It's just because it's on our screen. But sissy squat, we're still saying that. Like that's what is yeah, a, that's what, what is? They call I it. feel like I need to click on that, but it's a screenshot, so yeah. we can't. I don't but, know what a tall kneeling I sissy a, squat is. That just the one where you just do the overhead press? Well, I have like a sissy squat machine, so I only know it from that perspective. What is what is? Um, it? I just feel like it needs a new name. Like that's. <laughs> It needs a 2022 yeah, like that, name. Sissy is that that's kind well, of other f that's kind of other f word adjacent. Okay, but we still use snatch. So can we get rid of that one too? Like if we're if we're calling out exercises, if we're sissy, we got to get rid of snatch. Yeah, gotta, I, I, dang. Well, we got to do a whole overhaul I, of all these names. <laughs> These come out of the 70s. Yeah. No well, one's corrected these things first yet. First off, I'm, time to upgrade. I vote for keeping snacks. <laughs> I bet you do. Like that's, I just want to come down. I vote. I voted for snatch. I, exactly. I am firmly <laughs> pro I'm snatch. I'm firmly on the side of snatch. <laughs> I'm against. <laughs> you guys are sissy squats. <laughs> Make sure that I got my vote in the right column. Yes. <laughs> She's against. But I can have it against. Tom, what? no. I no. Told you you no. had it beautiful. No. no. Stop. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, <laughs> Don't at me. Well, how do they do sissy squats without the machine? I, I'm not sure, but. Well, what is it, though? Machine, what is it? But the machine has your, your like, calves. Like something behind your, uh, you know, where your Achilles tendon is and something in the front kind of keeping it stable. And there's like a little like bridge up against underneath your knees so that you can squat, but you have like support of your lower leg. Huh. So you're so you're squatting backwards, just butt going down, back and, up. And it keeps your it keeps your, your legs. Leg your, your lower leg is just like straight. Like I know that machine. But I don't know what that means from like a you know, standalone position. Especially when it says know. it's a kneeling one. I'm so confused. Maybe we should look yeah, up the video. Yeah. People are at home yelling <laughs> at us. Yelling. At <laughs> like, it's <laughs> like this, you idiot. Yeah, yeah. that's totally what's happening right now. Right now. <laughs> well, I still just think that maybe it needs a new name. Oh. <laughs> Only if we're getting rid of the snatch. Never. <laughs> I will never get rid of the snatch. They don't send me my ballot, Tom. Make sure I know when you're voting on this. <laughs> at this meeting. John and I are forming this meeting. I need to be in. John and I are forming our own political action committee. Well, horse snatch action for group. our pro snatch initiative. There. PSI. Right. Pro snatch initiative. PSI. Yes. You can at me. Hash, hashtag PSI. That's right. Oh my That's god, right. we need new t-shirts. We need shirts. We need hand signals and everything. Or maybe we don't. Maybe yeah, we don't wait a minute. Anything. What are you doing with the hand signals? Maybe we don't need hand signals. I got so excited about this. He, he lost an ear an earbud. <laughs> Because his head exploded and one just popped right out. I was so in fear that we're going to get rid of the snack. <laughs> so I just uh, oh we just God. had an email come through that uh, Peloton is taking the guide back. <laughs> and they also said while they're here, they're going to take your tread and bike too. over my dead body. <laughs> Peloton was so appalled with the last segment they actually just emailed to say that they're giving us a tempo 
<laughs> and three echelons. And three of them. Yes. Three. Three of them. That's, that's about right. Yeah. <laughs> oh, dear oh God. goodness. So have um, we, is there more guide stuff to talk about or um, I don't I mean, know. Do we want to talk about any of the reviews? They're coming back. Meh. <laughs> oh, they haven't seen any of the reviews. Oh, there's been like the Wall Street Journal did one, and and Gadget oh, that's did right. one. Oh, and, that's right, Gadgets. Uh, so they're that's they're basically right. kind of just like, yeah, right. mm, that's right. that's mm, yeah. yeah. Right. From what that's I've seen so right. far, <laughs> from what I've seen so far, yeah. and we all know how important my opinion of fitness equipment right, is. Right, right. Mm-hmm. But <laughs> I think, oh, uh oh, if you, I think if you, <laughs> if you, oh. no, 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 there's no joke coming. I think no. if if you like Peloton <laughs> and you're like, yeah. well, what's up with this mirror? This that like, I think the guide is enough to yeah. tip you, like right. Team Peloton. I, I definitely agree with I th- that. I think yeah. you're. I think you'll be like. Close enough. I can if I if you're interested in the yeah. stuff that the mirror or the tempo offers you, I think that you can look at the guide and go, okay, and I can add a bike or a tread later if I don't want to spend that much money right now, or I don't have to have choose between a bike and a mirror. I can do the bike and add the add the guide and not pay extra, and it's close enough. I I think right. it's enough. I think if you anybody that really does a research, I don't think it's enough to compete against tonal. But no, with all, no. With all the other stuff, absolutely. It's well, remember that article that I was talking about months ago, where like um, the uh, the writer was like hugely pro tonal, but she spoke to the tonal like it was just for like heavy weightlifting. Yes, like yes. not for that introductory. Like she spoke to it was like it was like you know you were really into weightlifting, which would confuse me. Like I thought that ain't quite right. Yeah, agreed. Well. I'm, I only talk about that because I, I posted in my group this this week about the guide and whether or not that was really for folks that are like well established into like a, a weight training a regiment. Like I wasn't really sure. It was just kind of a question. Like I always do ask all these questions with no answers. <laughs> and then a guy comes out there and he was like, he thought that the guide was like very aligned to Peloton's historical strategy. Like he felt like, well, when the bike came out, people weren't all on bikes at home all the time. And Peloton brought people into that space. They weren't like avid you know, cyclists. These were people that became like indoor cyclists because Peloton was the introduction to it. And he saw the guide as that. He was like, this is going to introduce people to weight training. And it's a perfect vehicle to do that. It, it is their pattern. Like, that's how he saw it. I can, yeah, like, okay. that, there's a lot of logic behind like, that. Yeah. About yeah. It like that, but yeah. okay. I, I think we come at it from a different angle because we are always talking about like the different items that are already out there. And we're, you know, because we already know about tonal, we know about mirror, we know about tempo. So it's like, right. it, we're coming at it from a different angle. But I think that is a good point. I think there's a lot of people who have been riding the bike since they got the bike and that's all they've been doing, which is great. That's awesome. Right. But if you want a well-rounded program of fitness, you've got to include strength somehow. And so. Right. And I think that there's, and we talk about this on the superset a lot, but I think there's a lot of people that mistakenly fear weightlifting Mm -hmm. for, because they think that they'll, they'll get big. Yeah. And so, you know, the guide might thread that needle for them, even though they're, they're not right, but that they'll, they'll see it and go, Oh, that won't, I won't get jacked. I'll just get 
toned. Right. And so like they're probably are people that'll look at that and go okay well that's that's weightlifting i can get behind because i i don't feel like i'm going to come out of this looking like arnold schwarzenegger yeah right i I think there's i think there's good i i definitely think there's a market here i just i think it's for existing peloton users mostly i don't think this is going to bring to me i don't think a lot of people are going to be new to peloton i think I know you were saying, Tom, you feel like this would be good for app users. And I, I could see that. But I think it's for people who are already utilizing Peloton in some way. I don't see this like bringing brand new people to the to the Peloton platform. I would agree with that. But it, yeah, but it might be a good entry point for people to go from the app into an equipment level Peloton membership. Yep. So yeah, I'm right with you with that. I, I think from what I've been seeing. There's a whole bunch of existing Peloton members that are talking about they're buying this thing. It's because they, they use the words exclusive content. They got us. You know, you know what yeah. I heard? I yeah. heard. I heard there's going to be a Tune Day program. Tune Day oh, Arms. Tune Day Arms coming in Tune- May. See, uh, that's all you have to say is Tune Day Arms. Mm-hmm. You probably <laughs> just sold like. <laughs> 50,000 units right there. Use you know? promo code the clip out. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just kidding. There's yeah, no it such won't thing. Work, but <laughs> at least they'll know. But you know, they'll they'll see that you tried. That's right. Yes. That's right. <laughs> yeah. And the, yeah, it'll be the but that's the interesting thing to me. That's gonna be interesting is if we end up finding out that they are actually getting new subs off of this mm-hmm. like that will what be. is that look that's what i want to know about i mean we ain't going to know that until you know November? they give us the numbers for fiscal q what four yeah that'll that's be when we'll know about that yeah yeah so but, uh, yeah we'll and see. then it'll be it'll also be interesting because our next our next earnings call is may 4th that's when it's scheduled right now so we'll be hearing the next earnings call but that'll happen before homecoming so that'll happen before the rower drops that you know so like right all we're gonna know is very 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 early preliminary basically the demand from sending out the information a couple months ago is really all we're gonna know yeah and you know the fiscal q2 ended the end of march right so it wasn't even out yet yeah. so like i i I don't yeah they won't have anything for us in may no it literally won't be until what august that we'll hear anything any real information on it but i'm real interested we'll see that and it's that specifically what subs are they getting from it you know one thing that is different about this drop than they've ever done before on a piece of equipment it's shipping right away nobody has to wait that we didn't right. have remember the tread you were the tread plus it took months i pre-ordered that thing it took me a year to get right. do you remember that yeah, i remember i remember it. yeah <laughs> i remember you complained about it exactly. i was at the, i was in vegas when they displayed it i know I ordered the tread from the floor of ces i didn't get mine for like nine months <laughs> still got it before i did <laughs> Got it before you roll. I'm, I'm sitting there talking to John Foley, ordering the trail plus. I still didn't get it for nine months. Awesome. Well, thank Not you. Not that I'm complaining. I love that trail plus. I think it's awesome. It is awesome. By the way. It is. Yeah. Well, John, thank you very much for joining us. Uh, until next week, where can people find you? They can find me on Facebook, my Facebook page or group, Run, Lift, and Live. They can find me on Instagram, Run, Lift, and Live. They can find me on the Tickety Talk, Run, Lift, and Live, or they can find me at runliftandlive.com. 
Awesome. awesome. Thank you so much. Thank- Man, there is nothing worse than when you buy a pair of sunglasses and then you lose or break them. I would agree. So what do we do about that? <laughs> well, that's where Gooder comes in. Their sunglasses are $25 each. So nobody likes to throw away $25, but it's a lot better than throwing away 100 or more dollars on a pair of broken sunglasses, right? Yeah, I mean, absolutely. I have to say that's not my favorite part about Gooder. My favorite part about Gooder is that when I run, they don't slip, they don't bounce, and they're 100% polarized. Um, and they also come in like a million different colors and styles for your $25 you're not sacrificing comfort safety or style if you want to support the show and pick up a pair gooder is giving the clip out listeners free shipping on their first order just go to gooder.com slash tco that's g-o-o-d-r.com and use code tco to get free shipping gooder offers a 30 day money back guarantee and 100% satisfaction. Find your pair at gooder.com slash TCO and use code TCO to get free shipping. Man, oh man, do you love your AG1? I really do. You do. It's a wonderful tasting drink and it also makes me feel good. Like it's a great way to start the day. Uh, You know, I grew up, my dad always had things like tomato juice first thing in the morning. I feel like AG1 is my tomato juice. (laughs) (laughs) This generation's V8. Yes. I, I do. Uh, but I love the way it makes me feel. It's like I get all of my vitamins and I'm ready for the day just with a drink. And like I said, it's a good tasting drink. And it can help replace your, your multivitamin just by drinking an AG1 every day. Yes. And not only did I replace my multivitamin with AG1, but I love that every scoop also includes prebiotics, probiotics, and digestive enzymes for gut support. It also has vitamin C and zinc to support my immune health. If there's one product I had to recommend to elevate your health it's ag1 and that's why i've partnered with them for so long if you want to take ownership of your health it starts with ag1 try ag1 and get a free one-year supply of vitamin d3k2 and five free ag1 travel packs with your first purchase at drinkag1.com slash clip out that's drinkag1.com slash clip out check it out thanks john instructors in the news so we had an interesting uh, post this week from Ben Aldis. Yeah, he talked about um, having like injury or illness. And he said, you know, how debilitating can be. And then he like just kind of like casually mentions, oh, back in 2018, I was diagnosed with yeah. skin cancer. BT dubs, I had cancer. Yeah. yeah. And he talks about like what it what that he had to take some time to to break from working out and and that it was really difficult for him physically and mentally to take that. Yeah, that break. I bet. And then uh, he shared a photo that was taken a couple of weeks after he'd been given the all clear. Hopefully he has sunscreen on. Yeah, I'm sure he does. <laughs> I know. I'm I'm sure just, he does. It's just funny because it's like he's, he's shirtless outdoors and I'm just like, <laughs> you better have sunscreen on there, mister. <laughs> well, and I, I feel like he did because he talks about that he's filled with gratitude to be able to be moving his body again uh, in this picture and that this was an, an epiphany moment from this day. He made a promise to himself. Never again shall he take his fully functioning body for granted. Never take his health for granted um, and do something each day to communicate to your body. You want to take care of it. So I feel like I feel like that is a he is making sure he has some block on because oh, he's not I'm taking sure. things for granted. Yeah. So back off Ben, Tom. Jeez. I was just being silly. That's what I do. I know. I was, <laughs> I was joking too. 
<laughs> people are going to be upset if I stop being silly. That's well, like 80% of them, yeah, but 20% of them suffer through me. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but I think I, I, that's really cool that he shared this. I love Absolutely. it. I love that we get to see these little glimpses into people's lives. Absolutely. And we're also very happy to hear that he's doing better. Absolutely. So Christine Dierkele had an article in Brides Magazine. My understanding is that she wrote this and then the editors kind of of Brides Brides yeah. kind of like reworked it a little bit. Gotcha, because yeah. it's written in the first person. Yes, yeah. yes. Um, and uh, so if if you didn't know by now, the the story is that Christine Dierkele met her uh, fiance. Brian in one of her Peloton classes and they rode together for a really long time and then it just kind of blossomed blossomed yeah. into romance and now years later here they are they're getting married yeah so. and she writes about how she was surprised because prior to that she had been dating women you know and to me that's just not the story no I, but I mean I, I, it's not the story but I feel like it's a component of the story because I mean she, is. she leads off the piece with that no totally yeah. I, I don't mean to be dismissive of that I just mean that some people were upset because there were there were articles that kind of like were look-alike articles that use this as a jumping off point yeah they use this to to, to, to create their own clickbait titles yeah and, and the titles said things that were just like always dated women now dating now in love with a man. You right. know, it, was, it was stuff like that. And yeah. so really, I say that to acknowledge that that was not handled well from those other articles. Outlets, yeah. yeah. And so um, that's that's why I was just explaining it wasn't a story for me, but absolutely a component of it yeah. uh, because love, love is love. Yeah. And I think that's the story there. So. Yeah, I mean, and if you're going to talk about sexuality as a spectrum, then there will be some people that are around are moving around within that spectrum. Yeah, absolutely. So but anyway, so that that is out there on brides.com. And if you want to find that link, you can just sign up for our email list at the Absolutely. And uh, finally, for this segment, Jeffrey McEachern has a, a special playlist for you over on the Spotify. Yeah, it's cool that they're taking all these different instructors and posting their playlists out on Spotify. Uh, so if you haven't gotten a chance to, you know, get to know him from his, you know, his classes, this is another way to get to know the instructors to kind of hear the music that they put into their playlists. So want to welcome a new uh, advertiser to the show, one that you are extremely excited about. Because I am stoked. Oftentimes we're introduced to products and then you realize you like them before we decide to start talking about yeah. them. But in this case, you it's something you've been using for years. Yes. And I absolutely love Olive and June nail polish. And let me tell you why. Because they developed an entire system to do your manicures at home. I'm not the kind of person that I like to go get my nails done. Nothing wrong with that if you do, sure. by the way. But um, I like to be able to do it myself, but I'm not very good at it. And Olive and June makes me good at it. They give me all these amazing tools that make my nails look good including like they even have this little brush that comes with it that like you do touch-ups as you're doing your nails. Amazing. They don't look like a three-year-old did them anymore. It's it's, it's magical. Well, I'm telling you. Especially because the way their system works, and I just know this from hearing you talk about it, but 
when you're doing your nails, it's real easy if you're right-handed to do your left hand. But then, and I never thought about it because I'm a guy and my nails look like this. And and uh, but when you're trying to do your dominant hand with your non-dominant hand, it goes crazy. Yeah. So it's really nice to have the little touch-up brush, and uh, your nails end up look, looking much better. But they don't chip; they last for seven days, and so that's the other amazing thing. Plus, your nails are just in good condition, and uh, I I just love everything about them. They also have a pet care system they also have now they have press on nails that you can get and let me tell you something they have four different lengths and shapes of these nails so they're not the kind like you get and then they like they look all funky on the end of your nail because they're not the right size nope they're perfect they're perfect you can get extra short which is what i like (laughs) (laughs) wait are you talking about me nails oh nails (laughs) (laughs) and it's also affordable it is yeah and to make it even more affordable uh you can get your own beautiful salon perfect nails at home it's a dream come true with Olive and June. Your new nail life is here. Visit oliveandjune.com slash TCO for 20% off your first mini system. That's O-L-I-V-E-A-N-D-J-U-N-E.com slash TCO for 20% off your first mani system. You should go ahead and order them now because we have our own master class coming in in May. It's May. <laughs> Peloton in the news. So as we mentioned earlier, there are tons of reviews out there of the guide. They clearly had a a well-orchestrated strategy Mm -hmm. to uh, kind of try to roadblock (laughs) fitness websites with stories about the guide. And it appears to be doing well. It does. Yeah. Yeah. And it seems like most of the reviews are fairly positive, right? Yeah. I mean, I, I feel like I feel like it's like I said, they're just kind of like. They're not negative reviews, but they're also not like, this is amazing. Yeah, they're no, just, they're middle of the road. They're yeah. like, this is a serviceable product. Yeah. Yes. Which makes me think if they start adding the things we talked about earlier that people will start to feel differently. I wouldn't be surprised to see maybe reviews in a year as they revisit it. Like now that it's been out, now that they've added things, what does it look like? But yeah, like we had reviews from Wired.com. Gr- Garage gym reviews. That's what that's saying. <laughs> I couldn't re- Not garage gum. Yeah. I was but like, it does look like garage that. Garage my reviews. What? Yeah. <laughs> well, and this one was that one wasn't a good one anyway, because they said that was a first look and then they didn't uh, even have it. So they hadn't even tried it. It was uh, like a fake out. Gotcha. And then the, the Verge did one. Wall Street Journal did one. Uh, Tech Crunch. CNET. CNET. So, well and good did one PC mag well and, and gadget PC mag so if you want uh, if you want to drill down on some of these just join our a newsletter at the and you'll get all these links in this week's email and so you can dig into each and every one of them if that is your jam. Engadget has an article this week singing the praises of Lane Break. Yeah, and uh, really, I just included this because I keep hearing so many positive things about Lane Break, yeah. and it's like it's it, there's a lot of people that really don't use it or haven't really tried it, spent any time with it. But I mean. It is totally revamping my relationship with my bike. I really, really enjoy it. I think it's a lot of fun. And they keep dropping new classes every week. So I want to make sure and talk about it because, first of all, I want them to continue to drop new fun content. But second of all, I just really enjoy them. And I like that it's quiet time. Like, I don't have a bunch of stuff happening in the background. It's just it's just fun yeah it seems like it's kind of becoming like this 
best kept secret of Peloton for a lot of people. I agree. And it makes me wonder if the guide might have a similar evolution over time that it will develop its own kind of niche following with it within the peloton community i could certainly see that yeah i i definitely think that makes sense for people who don't don't have other strength items you know so i think that makes total sense i do so if you're traveling and you don't want to miss uh your peloton marriott has you covered this is not an ad no i just thought this was i thought it was (laughs) funny because um they had like this big splash screen that's like don't miss out with our peloton suites and then they had like a coupon that you could get uh to put it in your room and i and i know we've known this for a while yeah that they they have these but i I think those were mostly weston's not marriott yeah originally the first one that had that partnership was weston yeah um but this is really cool that they have like a premium suite featuring an in-room bicycle and of course course there's tons and tons of hotels that have them now but how great to have it in your room like because sometimes i don't like to go to the gyms at hotels totally i get that (laughs) and uh just having it right there would be really cool so tom you could just go ahead and schedule our next vacay with one of these that'd be great i'll I'll get right on that i wonder how long before we see hotel rooms that they have guides i mean that's the easiest course of action there right it is and i also wonder if you know you'll see Precore, aka peloton commercial hmm. when they're going to hotels trying to sell them bikes if they'll start being like hey for a hundred bucks a room you can put a peloton guide in every room and mm-hmm. say that you have peloton access in every single room in your hotel and again i feel like i'm giving peloton free Tips. Yeah, well, maybe they'll maybe they'll send you <laughs> something free too, Tom. Uh, I don't need a guide. Send Crystal a rower whenever that's done. That'd be cool. And then finally, uh, from our sad trombone department, Forbes magazine. God, it made me so sad to see this. Like, Forbes magazine did. has an article: uh, "Rich enough, here's who fell off." Not the, rich enough. Oh, sorry, I have the thing over. <laughs> I have my, my it's kind of an important word yeah i thought they were being sarcastic you're rich enough <laughs> not no. rich enough here's who fell off forbes 2022 billionaires list and one of them is john foley not just one of them dude he's on the cover yeah he's one of the oh. main he's not the main guy but he's right behind the main guy yeah, but, he's right there there's but, only four uh, people on it so. I, I believe it was william shakespeare who once said "Tis be- better to have been a billionaire and lost <sighs> than to have never been a billionaire at all he's still doing fine he is doing and he fine. was a billionaire on paper it's not like he was i know scrooge mcduck diving you know, into it doesn't make me sad about the money it makes me sad because i care about john as a person and i just it feels like such a personal attack yeah i get that like it's it like at the end of the day like he's doing fine but it's also just the schadenfreude that some people have about it and i'm sure just the optics of being kind of the cover boy of 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 an article like that yeah while, while he's still you know doesn't need to do any coupon clipping no i'm i'm sure it's it's not a a look he enjoys yeah and i don't blame him i don't either Hang in there, John. If you're looking to avoid carbs, it's always a challenge trying to find bread that fits in with your keto lifestyle. Right, because you want to make sure that it tastes good and you want to make sure it has good ingredients. So I think Hero Bread does both. Especially when you're in the store, you are overwhelmed with bread choices. Yes. And I've had other breads before that claim to have low net carbs and you are certainly sacrificing taste 
texture size yes none of that with hero bread no because sometimes on the ones that have the low net carbs they have like no substance to it (laughs) it's like eating air it is and hero bread actually really tasted good and it felt like a solid piece of bread like i did not feel like i was giving up something i was surprised at how big each slice of bread was here's the real test of a piece of bread (laughs) i didn't make a sandwich with these I just had toast Which you love Because you have toast Almost every day I do It was the (laughs) best textured Bread of this sort That I've ever had And if you're doing the math It's zero to one grams Of net carbs Zero gram sugar And high in fiber So don't give up Being a breadhead Hero Bread is offering 10% off your order Go to Hero.co And use code TCO At checkout That's TCO At H-E-R-O Dot C-O Checking out the competition. Apple Fitness announced this week that they are launching a program to help new moms get back into the workout routine. Yeah, I thought this was really interesting because it's really the first thing that Apple has done that I feel like is, I don't know. Distinctive in some way because they already had fitness, you know, but and but a lot of the things that they've done have mirrored things that other companies are doing. And this is a program specifically for postpartum moms. And it's it's like to help them get back into shape. But didn't Robin do stuff like this? after She has postpartum classes. Absolutely. But I don't feel like there's been a program that says do A, then do B, then do C. Okay, that's the distinction. To me, to me it is. Um, Now, you never know what's going to happen again with this guide, right? Because we're going to have this exclusive content. So maybe there will be things out there like that where there there are programs, you know, maybe that that rumored Tune Day Arms program isn't the only thing we'll see. Yeah, no, that that makes sense. And I, I guess it feels like maybe that might lend itself more to stuff like this. The guide. The guide. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I think I think they're going to be doing Peloton is going to be doing more programs. I, I understand there's going to be content like for your splits each week. So mm-hmm. and splits for people who don't know or like your different body parts. So you might have a, a by try day. You might have chest and back day. You might they're, have they're not going to make you do the splits. No, don't worry. No, they will yeah. not be doing that. <laughs> but that's really good because a lot of people have they don't know what classes they should be doing when. And that is something I hear from people yeah. all the time. Well, and that's one of the things we sing the praises of tonal about with their programs is they put the dots really close together and it's like you want to get lean then here's a thing that'll do that or if you want to build muscle here's a thing that'll do that so yeah you know that that is a big selling point it is and so i do think the guide will help with that and hopefully they'll be doing something like this for new moms that would be really cool in case you missed it we have some new uh classes from our german camp Yeah, this is cool. Speaking of programs, uh, Mm -hmm. this is You Can Run Outdoors, and it's the German version. I saw this drop last night, or last week, rather, and I thought it was so cool because we really haven't seen a lot of programs come from from the UK or coming from Germany or coming, you know, having Spanish classes that are a program. So this is very cool. So Peloton has uh, some Grammy classes. Wink, wink. Why are you wink, winking? Because they can't say the word Grammy. Oh, yeah. They're (laughs) celebrating the stars. Celebrating the stars who happen to be nominated for Grammys. So is Grammy is one of those things that's like uh, protected rights? Yeah, I mean, it's a trademark thing. So you can't just associate yourself with it. Yeah, that makes sense. You have to you have to pay for the rights or get their permission or whatever. So the same way you can't say Super Bowl. 
I think you can do World Series because it, it's so old. They didn't think about it at the time. Mm-hmm. And by the time they saw the value in it, it was too late. But uh, but yeah, so anything like this, you couldn't just say Oscars or or Emmys or things like that. So. Okay. But, well, they have Grammy classes. That's yeah. what they're for. <laughs> and who, and who, who do they feature? Uh, well, I can't see because I made it too small oh. so I could see the rest of my it screen. It says glass animals with <laughs> it. It Anna? doesn't really matter because we're a million years old. So are we going to know these? Anyway? Yeah. Jasmine Sullivan. Yeah. No, don't know. And uh, Lil Nas X. I know no. that one. Yeah, I've I know that, that one. Name. I do know that. Ooh, not as old as I thought. Or and, he's not as cool as he thought because people <laughs> like us know who he is. No, he's he's maintaining his popularity through the years. <laughs> Lots of years. <laughs> uh, when did he when did he become popular? Do you know, Tom? You I know a lot of weird stuff like I, that. I don't think that long ago. I think like two or three years. Oh, I think it's well, then r- that's not. Yeah. yeah. Like I was just like, I don't think it's as long as you think. Uh, I don't know. I yeah. just know the name. I don't even know the music. I heard a glass animal song today. Couldn't tell you anything about it. I heard it. It didn't it didn't really uh strike me. Yeah. Just like, getting older and older. Yep. I'm not the demo. <laughs> and then finally, uh the Feel Good Fam has some new merch available for you. Yeah, you can get it from Lux and Hazel. I thought this was uh, fun. I love seeing all the new uh, products that all the different groups come up with. And uh, I really, I liked this one and I I like their different designs. So if you want to check it out, you can go to Lux and Hazel on Instagram and uh, you can see all their fun feel good fam designs and get your own. Checking in with the Peloton community. Join us today via the magic of ZoomTube is Josh Vernon. Hey, Josh, how's it going? Hey. How are you guys doing? Going well. Good. We're really excited to have you here today, and I'm looking forward to hearing your journey. I know that it's been complex how you found Peloton, so I'm curious if you would like to share how you got there. Well, where to start? It has been a journey. I uh, grew up and lived in Massachusetts all my life playing sport. I went to college, played sport. Moved back to Massachusetts after going to Virginia Tech and worked and sports kind of got pushed to the side. Working out got pushed to the side and, and I started drinking, smoking cigarettes. And I'm like, where, where did that lifestyle come from? But it was my lifestyle. And then this crazy dream came about of moving to the U.S. Virgin Islands and, and followed that dream eventually and, and moved there in 2015. And things went well at the beginning and then things started to crash. It was like one bad thing after the other. Lifestyle wasn't the greatest, but the environment was. Can't ever change that. Uh, <laughs> yeah. But with that environment comes the possibility of hurricanes and two of them hit back to back within 12 days of each other. Maria, I pretty much lost everything I had, except for my dog, God, who's now almost 16 years old. So he's a trooper too, but we kind of just refocused. And, and I, I came home for a couple of weeks after the hurricanes, but I was helping rebuild and I felt good about that. And so I told my parents, I'm going to go back. And this was around Thanksgiving in 2017. And I went back and, and I, I did a lot of work in construction and things I've never done before, but I was physically able to help out. So I helped out. And the community was unbelievable after the storms. I'm sure. But it got tiring and I had nothing down there. My, my daughter was going to school in Virginia, living with her grandmother, and I was just done. So I, January 3rd, I'll never forget it. I, I called my mom and said, I'm booking a ticket January 10th. 2018, I moved home. So that kind of changed where my life was headed right there. And things started to come back together. I moved home with a couple bags in my dog. I really had, <laughs> it was like starting all over again at almost 40 years old. 
Mm. And where do you go? So I got a job and just went to work and got another job and, and worked a second job and found a, an amazing woman in my life. And she lived in the town I had moved from. And uh, <laughs> it was like, now I'm back around all my friends and I have a wonderful woman in my life. Uh, she didn't like dogs, but for some reason she loved my dog. Because uh, it was your dog. <laughs> it was your dog. Yeah. And so she actually will now tell you that he comes first. I just came with. Uh, (laughs) uh, but janine kind of it was she worked out she went running all the time and i mean at that point i was still having drinks i was still smoking a cigarette here and there and this was in the middle of 2018 next thing you know i stopped drinking and i had nothing to do with anything other than my own choice i wanted to get full custody of my daughter back and that was just i needed to prove that i had a, a real life again yeah so I went to work at doing that, and I started drinking, eventually stopped smoking. Six weeks before our wedding, I started working out, and my wife will say, it's amazing how you picked a six-week challenge that ends the weekend of our wedding. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever it takes, man. Whatever it Whatever takes. It takes. Yeah, I was like, I don't know how much ground you're going to gain in six weeks, yeah. but I mean, better late than ever. It's <laughs> I can attest, right? Dude, but, those beginner uh, gains are the best gains. <laughs> it was, and it was a six-week challenge of like a transformation challenge. So take a picture at the beginning, take a picture at the end or along the way. And there was a virtual group of us because it was towards the beginning of COVID. And next thing you know, six weeks later, I'm getting married and getting a check for a couple hundred dollars because I won the challenge. <laughs> and, and I'm off to Bora Bora in the middle of COVID in the best shape of my life. Well, now, wait a minute. Was this a six-week Peloton challenge of some kind? It was not a Peloton challenge yet. I had not touched the Peloton yet. Okay, and okay. My wife had. We got the Peloton when we bought this house right February at the beginning of so the month before COVID really locked everything down. We moved into this house. I like to say ever since I left the islands in January of 2018, timing has just been on my side. Every, something's been watching over me. Someone and yeah, I was surprised when house. you said you went to Bora Bora for your honeymoon. I'd be like, I'm never going to another island. <laughs> right like, after, yeah, yeah. She, she's like, where do you want to go on your honeymoon? I'd be like, how about Des Moines? <laughs> Somewhere there's <laughs> no hurricanes. Yeah, that must there's something with a draw to those islands. Like, uh, it is beautiful. Yeah. It is beautiful. <laughs> if I can survive two category five hurricanes, I figure like, all right, what's what are the chances? First off, oh, and second, stop uh, that. Knock on. I can't even believe you said those words. As I live in New England, we have a blizzard on. Right? (laughs) So it wasn't a Peloton challenge, but it got me working on it. Okay. My whole lifestyle. All of a sudden, doing different things, and I'm I'm working out and having fun and running with her. And and I thought it was going to be more of a running thing, but then I hurt my shin and, and my back. So I wasn't feeling great running outdoors anymore. We didn't have a treadmill at the time, and we had the Peloton that she'd been using. And I went, well, that fake workout, you... you, <laughs> you, you fake workout? <laughs> Get out of here. <laughs> this, this guy who had been working out for like eight weeks at that point. Yeah, you're, like, yeah. <laughs> you're skeptical. You're such an expert on working out at that point. <laughs> uh, she, she will never let me live that one down. Good. Um, but yeah, that, that fit workout, I, I decided to try out one October 24th with, with Tunde, uh, go figure. 
So yeah, you weren't you weren't starting easy. That's for sure. <laughs> Thirty minute climb rider. So I forget what exact class it was, but yeah, starting out with Tunde and a thirty minute class. It was uh, all right. Here we go. So I have to say, I probably crawled off the mat after I stretched that there. Yeah. <laughs> Imagine if you well, hadn't done that challenge done. first. That's true. <laughs> If I hadn't done that challenge, I probably would have been doing a few five-minute warm-up runs. I'm <laughs> <laughs> calling it a day. It would have been like the third hurricane. <laughs> uh, it would have been the third hurricane. I don't know if I would have survived that one. Why were you so skeptical of the Peloton? I don't know what it was. I mean, I, I guess it was maybe because I had never done a spin class before. I would never done any type of stationary bike riding before and you're stationary you're not moving no i see her run i see her do other like tabata classes and things like that and she's always doing hardcore type classes but then she gets on the bike and it just seems so easy but then it's not (laughs) i was like but you can do all these other things so easily (laughs) so i don't know what i was i was definitely skeptical at first but i mean i was Proven wrong very quickly, <laughs> starting with Tune Day. And then I did a lot of Alex classes. And then I found that program button on the, on the screen. And that led me to discover your power zones. And that just kind of kind of changed everything except for the FTP. So then you were just like immediately hooked when you got to power zone. Yeah, I was immediately hooked because I hurt my back a little bit. And I think it was a snow shoveling injury. Go figure. <laughs> and I couldn't run. But I was still training for a 5K, a 10K, and a half marathon. The first 10K and half marathons of my life, the Boston Marathon was doing those virtually. So I needed to stay in shape. And then power zone training just kind of made sense to me. And it was a little more of a scheduled workout. I like being told what I'm doing and and have that schedule in those power zone rides in like four weeks of classes at the time made sense. Yeah. And then that led me into Pelofondo. And... I made a couple of social media posts about my progress in Telefondo, like this guy who never worked out is all of a sudden riding for 50 miles or 100 miles throughout the weekend. And one of my friends saw the post and said, oh, you should join our Power Zone Challenge team. And the Power Zone Challenge started that January. And from there, I was with a bunch of people I didn't know doing a Power Zone Challenge, but I had eight weeks of schedule training. And I was hooked. So you love that structure. You love having everything prescribed. You know exactly what to expect, when to do it. That works for you. So how did you go from joining a Power Zone team to then creating a Power Zone team like that? <laughs> it's quite a jump. <laughs> it, I mean, it is quite a jump from, I mean, literally from October to February 28th, I decided to create the team. So somebody who likes to build communities through social media with a little bit of nonprofit background to them as well. And this one, it felt like the piece that was missing to me was that camaraderie and a Facebook group for eight weeks. And then it, it's going to change. There's going to be new people on the team. And I knew one person on this team personally. Yeah. And then you get to see some people chatting and stuff on, on Facebook. But that eight week thing was just like, this can be better. And so many people in Massachusetts riding the Peloton bike and we can start community here and, Talked to Angie Verbeck at the Power Zone Pack. And she said, you need 125 people to start a new team, at least. That's my minimal. And my wife said, you're crazy. Don't do it. No way you're going to get 125 people. I built the Facebook community online called Wicked Smart Zone. Came up with the idea right away. But I had one member, my wife. <laughs> <laughs> so one where, member. Where did you get the other 124 he was or trying, 23? He was trying to figure out how to get the dog to pedal. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> 
Get the doctor pedal and a Facebook account, which I mean, I think he's, his Instagram probably would tie in there eventually. <laughs> I had met a few people that had become Facebook friends through some outdoor running and training, and they knew some other people. And social media has a way of finding people. I posted the group in the Peloton Riders of Massachusetts, the Peloton Riders of New England Facebook groups, and that kind of got it started. And then they start inviting friends. I think within a week, we had 250 people in the group. Wow. Um, nice. Yeah. So did you, uh, were you clear why there was a minimum? Like, why does it matter how many people are in it? Well, just to start a new team, because the Power Zone Pack challenges are huge. I mean, there's so many teams involved. And for the group to to manage a new team, you needed to have a minimum. So it just kind of didn't make sense to, to have another 50 people. You might as well just go join another team. So gotcha. I had a task, I completed the task, and now it just keeps growing. Well, but I mean, that's kind of an understatement because then you added fundraising to this whole thing. So how did that come up? And then I don't even know how it got to the restaurant. So I we got to get there, too. <laughs> we'll get there. <laughs> we'll definitely get there. So I like so part of building the community was not only could we do stuff together on the challenges for six weeks or eight weeks, hang out. And, and then all of a sudden people start becoming friends on Facebook, not just in the same group. And with everyone in the close proximity geographically, we could do some outdoor gatherings. So the first gathering I did was part of a fundraiser that we had started for one of our group members who was a lung cancer survivor at this point. I mean, 14 years living with lung cancer. She's in our community. Janine had done some, my wife had done some fundraising for her five, 10 years back. And we reconnected through Power Zone, through Peloton. And here she is 14 years living with lung cancer and has her own foundation called LungStrong. So we had all of these shirts made and all of the proceeds from the shirts went to her foundation. So we raised, I think, a couple of thousand dollars for for her foundation. And that kind of kicked off the philanthropy side of the Wicked Park Zone. That's Um, awesome. Yeah. Everyone jumped on the idea. And from there, it was like, okay, well, this community likes to do two things. They like to ride the bike and they like to give back to the community. And then we like to get together and have fun. So I bought 70 tickets to a Worcester Woo Sox game, the new farm team for the, the Boston Red Sox in a brand new stadium. And we had our own little private section outdoors in the middle of the summer. And 70 people bought tickets by exactly the amount that I had bought up front. We all got together and hang out. And again, in the middle of COVID, but in a safe environment, just, I mean, unbelievable. And people that had never met each other hanging out like they were best friends. That's awesome. It is. It's always scary when you buy the big ticket package hoping you can fill it. Get it. We we did that for a Paul McCartney concert once and it was like <laughs> you shall, for that it was like you shut out like fifteen grand. Yeah. And we weren't trying to make money. We were just like, Oh, please let us sell all of yeah, these. <laughs> like, geez Louise, a lot of tickets to sell. <laughs> it's like, are the airline miles really worth it? Right. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> we're not going anywhere right It's now. a lot of stress until they're sold, right? Yes. <laughs> Luckily, McCartney's an easy sell. Yeah. Everybody very, loves it much. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure you guys did that pretty easy. Yeah. How was that concert? Oh, oh amazing. 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 <laughs> and like my son is a huge Beatles fan. He was 13 at the time. And it was like, and I was just like, I didn't want to just buy a ticket. I wanted to, plus it was a stadium. So if it like, it's really hot or if it rains, you're going to be miserable. So at least this way. There was an indoor component. And so if it got really bad, so I was like, let's set ourselves up to win. And so 
Yeah, it's well uh, it was also in the middle of summer yeah, in it was St. Like Louis, August. and so yeah. it's brutally hot here. Yeah. So you don't really want to be down there by the stage because it's there's no there's no coverage. Like yeah. it's just brutal. <laughs> no breathing room whatsoever. Yeah. I do want to come visit your city, though. I have not been to the Midwest in that region. Well, I always wanted to. I mean, we'd love to see you here, but I'm just telling you, there's not much to do. <laughs> <laughs> well, I missed you when you were here in Boston, so I kind of feel bad about that. I, I think there was something going on with the, my daughter, so I do apologize. But I think two of my friends were able to attend part of the, the original Wicked Smart Zone people with Mary Ellen. Yes. Yeah. Well, hopefully we'll be able to come back. Yeah, was, we had a great time. We did. We love Boston. That yeah. was a lot of fun. Yeah. And for people hearing the name of your team, you need to make it very clear how you spell it because (laughs) he really leaned in. (laughs) So Wicked Smart Zone with an H, like we like to say here in Boston and and all over knowing it for the most part. But yeah, it's in a group from like a Massachusetts only group to New England to people who like to speak this way, who live in California now, uh, who had a friend who went to college in Boston and just like it. And now we get people in the power zone pack and all over that are like, we love high-fiving that team on the leaderboard. They're always high-fiving us. And I just laugh when I see the name, hashtag Wicked Smartphone on the leaderboard. (laughs) It's just, it's kind of grown on its own as well, which is really neat to see. (laughs) Absolutely. Now it's just like, some guy saw Cheers. He can be in it. Yeah. I know that. Yeah. (laughs) I really like that song more than a feeling. You're in. Yeah. Aerosmith, right? Yeah. Close enough. Jay Giles Band. Sure. Come on in. Mighty Mighty Boss Tones. We'll take it. Well, we visited Boston once, so we could join. Yeah. Shipping up to Boston. I mean, it's played on like every other. <laughs> it's like when you go to New Jersey and they play Bon Jovi on the alternative rock station because yeah. it's New Jersey and it's Bon Jovi. Right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I get it. We get a lot of dropkick Murphys around here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I bet. I bet. So your fundraising kind of evolved, though, and you've gotten a lot of media attention around this latest fundraising that you've done. So tell us about that and how that came to be. Yeah, so I, I think right before Christmas time, I had seen a friend share a post that they saw uh, in like the Philadelphia, New Jersey church group got together 13 people and went to breakfast and they called it shocking clause. And they, the 13 people brought a hundred dollars each and whatever was left over from their breakfast. Now figure breakfast is $10, $15 per person. They left as a tip. So that immediately rang a bell. I ran to Janine and I said, we got to do this. And I'm booking a breakfast for January 9th was the day we did it. And so we had like three weeks to find people, make sure that the venue was going to be okay, COVID, everything going on. We made sure everyone was vaccinated and boosted that was going to come. And then all of a sudden people started saying, well, I can't come. And I said, well, that's fine. We can take some extra Venmo money and I'll bring some extra cash. And I was like, wait, no, we should really promote that. Whoever doesn't want to come or who can't come, because now the group's all over the country and some people in Europe, can just send me a Venmo. People trusted me enough to send me a Venmo. (laughs) This is a little weird, but it worked. And next thing I knew, like a couple of nights before we went to breakfast, all of a sudden there was like $1,000 in 24 hours. And it's just people sending money left and right. And they don't know who anyone is at this restaurant. They've never been there. I think... Janine and I were the only ones that had ever been there, maybe two other people. And 
So that was a piece of it that I wanted to. Like, I didn't know anyone that worked there. It was a restaurant I knew of and I knew the history of, but that was it. And we wanted it to be a, a true surprise and for a small community where it would really make an impact for the server or two, we figured that would get the, the tip. So I went and cashed out $2,800 from the Venmo money and went to the restaurant with that. And 21 of us had breakfast that morning, that morning and the final bill came to about $380. The final tip came to almost $4,000 with our money thrown in that day too. So I left it with the manager. We walked out the door and I thought that was the end of it. I figured I'd probably hear from the, the owner or whatever. And she called me a couple of days later and said, I wanted you to know that everyone got a piece of that. So the entire Aww. restaurant, Aww. the entire That's restaurant, nice. the entire staff, the lady who called out that day and switched shifts with somebody. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> You got half. <laughs> so it really reached out to some people that really needed it. Uh, it just made an impact on a small community. And, and that's what we were looking to do. And that's it. And next thing you know, I'm, I'm getting a phone call that I need to get down to the restaurant in a half hour because the news is coming and they want to do an interview. So Channel 4 News, WBZ, CBS shows up at Lowell's restaurant at seven <laughs> o'clock on a Friday night. And I sit down in a booth and talk to them. And think nothing of it. That's going to air maybe a, a little 30 second spot on Friday night. And we got some good airtime. The restaurant got some good airtime in the story. And that was like, if I was ever going to do an interview, it had to be about the story and about it spreading. And because the more people that see it and hear it, the more things get done like that. And the more good things people can do, the less we have to listen to the other stuff. Um, <laughs> and, you know, it, it makes way more sense if you're looking to do something nice than the paying for the coffee and the guy behind you in the Starbucks line. I'm like, that guy's got money for coffee or he wouldn't be in the drive through line. Like, you're not. Just, you're doing something nice, but yeah, it's, I mean, not, it's, nice, it's but not as it's, impactful as right. what you guys did. Yeah. Meanwhile, the kid making eight bucks an hour pouring your Starbucks is like, <laughs> yeah, that's real nice for the guy in the Lexus <laughs> behind you. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I mean, the, the paying the for thing is, is one of any good deed is a good deed, but absolutely. I mean, the impact that it was going to make was going to be special. Not somebody who's got the title of barista at this little small $10 menu diner in Mendon, Massachusetts. That was special to me that they had the room to hold us, had a space that was safe for us, and that it was going to have an impact. And I wasn't handing money to a, to a barista. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. That's not like you don't want to tip baristas, but that like it, you're not paying for the car in line behind you. Right. Yeah. Right. Exactly. And who I, knows I don't want outraged emails from baristas. <laughs> <laughs> I hear you. I tip well, no matter where I go. And I and you don't know who's, who's in line behind you. That's right. Right. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. But that's awesome. That's, it is. Yeah. That's also an industry that was hit really hard by COVID. And so it's people that live on tips that weren't able to really make them at least for a while and then also not make them at the level that they used to because people weren't going out in the same amount so yeah, that was, yeah that's... absolutely and that was the biggest reason i mean i've always had a lot of friends that were in the islands everyone worked in the service industry. sure uh, yeah worked in the service industry so I, I had done a little bit of fundraising for it since i moved back for a friend of mine who owned a restaurant and he ended up getting a, a grant ten thousand dollars a little bit of work on on linkedin for him it made a huge impact he was able to keep all of his employees on staff so that just stuck with me how big that impact was yeah. there 
And yeah, these are people, like I said to my wife, there's probably people in that restaurant that are constantly wondering if they're going to have enough money to pay for a babysitter while they Absolutely. Um, Absolutely. Or, or to, to have their kid looked at at after school or, or whatever it may be, anything. So, yeah. Right. And especially at a small diner like that, right? Like they work on tips, which means they get a percentage. And when the average item is $10 and not $50, like then obviously your income is less as well. So right. it, it can really have an impact. Absolutely. Yeah, and you and you got people coming in with groups of two. Right. Groups of right. Three or four and, and not groups of 20 or 30. And it's a diner. Those, those big events are huge. And yeah. you, you tend to stick around in a diner for a while, which means the tables don't turn yeah, as fast. You don't you turn know as I mean? much. You smaller yeah. parties, smaller prices. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. All of that makes an impact. Yeah. But I will say you set the bar pretty high for yourself. <laughs> so like, have you already started thinking about how you're going to top that for the next one? Yeah, that started probably before. <laughs> 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 Um, and what's the name of that restaurant? And are they hiring? <laughs> <laughs> I, I definitely, we definitely saw some comments on social media like, why can't that happen to my restaurant? I'm sure. Um, You're like, the other side of social media. Yeah. yeah, for sure. Just the, real quick. The, the next, I, oh, sorry. Oh, really, do you need to? I really have to be, I was Sorry, to Tom. It. Sorry, then I sorry. ask a question. Yeah. Okay. No, no, okay. no, you're fine. Sorry. We'll wait till Tom gets back. Hold that thought. No worries. <laughs> and now I can tell Janine to try and be a little quiet. All your noises, every time a noise happens back there, it like cuts out my mic. Oh. <laughs> That's why I thought it was quiet earlier, because I think she's trying to cook dinner. Okay, gotcha. <laughs> no cooking, Janine. <laughs> no cooking, Janine, she said. <laughs> <laughs> my telephone mic. Oh, nice. Nice. Gotta have it's that. Actually my wedding, my wedding Yeti that I just put a lot of stickers on. That's <laughs> funny. Your wedding Yeti. My wedding Yeti. Yeah, that was like my, my, one of my wedding gifts to my groomsmen. Oh, that's nice. That's really nice. Yeah, we got married right in the middle of COVID, September 12th. Mm -hmm. You were really fortunate to be able to go. Did you guys have like a lot of people there? Was everybody you wanted to be there able to go or how did that work? We went from like 175 person wedding to 50, to not having it to 50. But we luckily picked a venue that was going to be outside and had an outdoor space. So we had that safe being at. It was never going to be in a church. Everything was going to be done outside at a vineyard. And whether people were felt safe enough, even people who came and tried to stay away ended up dancing. (laughs) But safely. And it was outside under a tent and not one person from the... Oh, that's good. That's good. And we were completely nervous about that because of the the grandparents and the older people. Sure. Especially. So at that point, Nobody's been vaccinated, so but it was when the numbers were down too. So Massachusetts had opened up again, so we were able to at least have fifty people at our wedding, and the rest of them were on Zoom. That's a pretty high bar you set for yourself. So do you kind of have everything planned out for the next one? <laughs> yeah, it's always in my head, and then my wife says, "No more projects, no more projects." <laughs> but I can help out again. I can do this, <laughs> and, and then all of a sudden we have. 300 more people in our community because of all of this. Oh. Everyone wanted to join with that zone. Sure. And they saw the giving back philanthropy piece. And I'm like, well, who are these people we're getting in our community? Well, they like that aspect. So we'll accept them all. I had two admins helping me accept members over the weekend. So we've got 300 new people and now we can do another fundraiser. So I had a good member of mine reach out to me about his hand mass challenge bike riding event. Oh, yeah, and, yeah. Uh, Huge event that started in 1980. All the proceeds go to the Dana-Farber Cancer Society through the Jimmy Fund. So it is kind of a national type event, but very big here in Boston for the 
cancer research. And he was like, I bet you there's a bunch of people riding in the community. And instead of one person reaching out and putting up a post that they're raising money, why don't we pool everyone together? So he's like, Josh, I'll leave the rest to you. And I put together a big post, uh, probably a day or two after the restaurant thing, and asked who was riding. And as of today, we now have 29 riders in our community that are doing the pay mass challenge. So either the full two days or one day. The big thing there is they're on the hook for their commitment to okay. raise money. Okay. So some of these people are on the hook for up to $6,000 that they need to raise between now and I think their cutoff dates sometime in September. Uh, the, the ride is August 6th and 7th. So ideally, let's get the money raised by then. It gets a little harder after an event to, to continue to raise money. But yeah, some of these, so it's anywhere from 1,000 for virtual riders, but most of our riders, let's say all but one or two, are doing either the one day or the two day, and it's 4000 or $6,000 that they got to come up with in fundraising. Not it comes out of their own pocket. Gotcha. So let's raise, let's help them raise money. So our first effort was just to start asking people if they wanted to do some Venmo, but I haven't really pushed that yet, but it's Super Bowl season. Right. So what do you do during Super Bowl season? Yeah. Watch. You do Super Bowl squares. Yeah. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> so we put together Super Bowl squares two nights ago and the first sheet sold out in about 18 hours. So half the proceeds are going to our pan mass challenge riders. So a thousand dollars to them, a thousand dollars to the, the winners. And I've created another sheet. So we've now sold 200 squares in under 48 hours and raised $2,000 for our pan mass challenge. So that's, that's awesome. great. That's, yeah. that's the kickoff to now an entire winter and spring of fundraising for our community of, of bike riders. You are off to a good yeah, start. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> off to a good start. So if we can get to 10 grand, that would be awesome. That would be a good amount of change from one source. And we're going to distribute it all evenly mm-hmm. based on their commitment. So we kind of have a percentage broken down for each rider of what they will get. So that way they're not all fighting for people's donations within the community. And we just spread the love. That's, that's a great, great way to do yeah, it. Yeah, that's yeah, that's a great way to make it like competitive without being ugly. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. It, it could get ugly because one person posted and I was like, all right, let's shut that down. We don't want to have any priority treatment here. Right. Absolutely. Totally. Definitely. Well, so what is your leaderboard name? My leaderboard name was originally and still is hashtag Vern on a bike. So my last name on a bike, cut and trade. A lot of my friends called me Vern. So I went with Vern on a bike. Pretty simple, but it stuck. People understood it. People knew it. And Vern Min, now on. But, uh, <laughs> oh, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. <laughs> so Vern on a bike. I would have to feel the Vern. Yeah, <laughs> this is why I needed you, Tom. <laughs> Where were you on October 23rd? <laughs> probably recording. Yeah, probably. Was it a Wednesday? I'm gonna get you out of there every once in a while. <laughs> well, hey, yeah, so Never too late to change. <laughs> no, it's not. So, and, and what I've done now, though, I actually did use, I put on hold Wicked Smart Zone. And for this challenge right now, I'm actually, that we're in, I'm actually using Wicked Smart Zone as my leaderboard name. So people see it. And it's just kind of a little Peloton social marketing. And maybe more people join the group uh, because the more people in the group, the more money we can raise for, for different community aspects. And there's a lot more that I want to do with the, with the community and giving back. One of the things that came out of this was this slogan, do wicked good. And that's kind of my next venture, maybe outside of this, but kind of a 
a whole little feel lifestyle type brand that we might build around giving back and doing good things or just doing wicked good your next peloton ride it can be anything so this is all taken on a whole new life and, and it's all thanks to a little bike that goes nowhere a treadmill and i like my outdoor classes too when i go running so it's all been a huge change in, in a matter of 15 months something like that <laughs> this point. Yeah, that's a very short time frame for all that you have done. That's that's for sure. <laughs> totally. So uh, do I have you... not had the chance to get to the studio, and like most people, um, right. there's so many of us that have joined the Peloton family since COVID, and I'm one of them. So it, it's definitely on the, the bucket list for sure. Yeah, hopefully. hopefully they fire that back up, you know, once it's safe. That would, it, that would be nice. It was such, it's funny that it was such a large part of the experience for people and like making that trip and you have this whole huge influx of people that it's an alien concept to them i know and that they're like oh i don't want people in the studio it's just yeah like there's like that would be weird it's like no what's (laughs) happening now is weird (laughs) i want a bike number i want bike seven like that's one of the coolest things to think like everyone knew exactly what bike they were getting here the stories of the weekends and all the pictures that people took and the camaraderie they had with the riders and and how the riders were the, the the coaches were the same on and off the bike and that's such a cool part about it just that aspect of the peloton community the fact that peloton took this story and, and tweeted it out for us as well was really cool and i was hoping they would do that because we all want this brand to get its image turned back around and really be what it's all about and i was hoping that they would use that story for the right reason i hope it did help a little well, I'm sure it did. And, you know, you know that they liked it because they didn't just put it on LinkedIn. So <laughs> it did get on LinkedIn, but it's it but was not, amazing. Just. It made, yeah. not just it, yeah. it made Twitter right before the, the grandmother on the bike. <laughs> and then she trumped it off. <laughs> Are you talking about Dr. May? May May? Dr. May, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Dr. May trumped the restaurant story. <laughs> Uh, well, she's pretty cool, too. Yeah. <laughs> Given that you guys do spend so much time on social media, how can people find you if they want to join the group, if they want to be part of it? How can they do that? So the easiest one is our Facebook group. So facebook.com slash groups slash Wicked Smart Zone, S-M-A-H-T-Z-O-N-E. And we also have a small little presence on Instagram under Wicked Smart Zone as well. But that's building. But for the most part, everything takes place in Facebook. through our community there now. 1,500 members almost, so not a bad start from 125 pressure. Not at all. Not at all. all. And before we let you go, where can people find you if you would like to be found? I'm on Facebook under Josh Vernon, so pretty easy to find me there. I'm also under Twitter at JV1734, my initials in 1734. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for taking time out of your day to join us, and thanks for turning your group into a really good thing. Yeah, that's really cool. I appreciate it. Thank you guys for having me. It's uh, it's another way for the world to get out there about let's do good things, right? Absolutely. So I guess that brings this episode to a close. Until next week, where can people find you? People can find me on Facebook at facebook.com slash Crystal D. O'Keefe. They can find me on Instagram, Twitter, or the Peloton leaderboard at Clip Out Crystal. And you can find me on Twitter at Roger Kubert or on Facebook at facebook.com slash Tom O'Keefe. You can find the show online, facebook.com slash The Clip Out. While you're there, like the page, join the group. And of course, don't forget our newsletter at The Clip Out So that's it for this one. Thanks for tuning in. And until next time, keep pedaling and running and guiding lifting. (laughs) 
something like that. Sure. <laughs> 